to Connections Radio, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Karen Olson-Johnson, a co-producer of Connections Radio Show, and your host today. Lori Fitz, our lead host, wishes us well as she hits the trails with her horse today. And she promises to listen to our podcast because the topic today is near and dear to her heart. I am enjoying this, this transition for me. Many of you know me from Food Freedom Radio into Connections Radio. And I am going to be predominantly focusing on science, spirituality, and social action. Well, today kind of covers all of it, okay, but especially social action. And as you know, the goal of this show, Connections, is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking and connected, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a little bit more because we've made the connection. This week, we're going to be talking about conversations. The whole idea of conversations and how they can connect us. Because we are experiencing division and divisiveness at an unprecedented level today. There are, I mean, all you have to do is check out the evening news, you know, turn on a radio station, turn on turn on your friend who lives next door, and it's like, well, I believe this, you know, or I think that. And the whole notion of being in conversation with somebody is quite different than espousing a view or laying a line in the sand or saying you're right and I'm wrong. And that's the topic of today's show is the whole notion of conversations. And we are incredibly, incredibly lucky to have with us in studio Mickey Morissette, who is the owner of the Minnesota Women's Press, which has been around literally for decades. I think the Minnesota Women's Press, if I'm remembering correctly, is in its 34th or mm-hmm. 35th year. And this is a publication that has stood the test of time. And it stood the test of time because it it has had in its mission this, this notion that we can be conversant with each other about the things that matter to us, especially as women. Uh, welcome to the show. This is Mickey Morissette, the owner of the Minnesota Women's Press. Welcome to Connections. Thank you, Karen. It's really nice to have you here today in studio because what the Minnesota Women's Press is about and is moving toward in the future is a is an interesting kind of mix about how it is that we're going to put ourselves together in community and and make these conversations real. And the Minnesota Women's Press, been around for 34 years, has always valued the opinions of women. But now we're moving more and more into an age where being together in the same space or in the same airspace or in the same podcast space or the same whatever is so much more vital. Why is that part of what the Minnesota Women's Press is doing now? Well, and it's not to say we're obviously a very diverse community in a lot of ways, and and all of the sexes and the non-binaries and everybody contributes to the conversations that we have. The reason that Minnesota Women's Press was formed by Molly and Glenda in the 1980s was because the the people that were having the voice at the tables, the people that were being interviewed, the people that were cited as experts were all men. And the idea is that if we create a space where women can connect and communicate with each other, we do we do it in different ways in general. Uh, there are um, a lot of feminist men with us today, and uh, and but the but the idea was that over the past few decades, women really need a space to connect and communicate and lead and figure out how they need to change things together, uh, because we do have a um, sort of a relationship-based way of, of influencing. Uh, we do make connections in different ways. We have conversations in different ways. So it's about creating a space to make that happen. There's a lot of things systemically that we need to change, and it's I'm excited to see how women are stepping into the leadership roles for those things. Well, and stepping into the leadership roles, your August issue, this is the Minnesota Women's Press. Um, and your August issue, uh, apropos for Minnesota heating up, right? <laughs> um, I get the double entendre. <laughs> but it's a political issue. 
right? Yeah. And women in politics, there's a place? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, how about that? Go ahead. And what a, and what a fall for that. Uh, you know, right now, it's amazing. Um, yeah, so the idea behind this particular issue, I did... I. I, I bought the magazine uh, starting with the January issue. So this was my eighth issue. And we knew Mickey, all along. Mickey, wait a minute. Oh. Back up. Oh. You bought the issue. Bought the, bought the magazine. I bought the magazine, yes. Okay, you are the owner of yep. the Minnesota Women's Press. All right, ba- how did that come to be? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Let's start there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I have been a freelance writer for a very long time. I, I worked in New York City publishing. Um, I relocated here after 9-11 with my daughter, who was then four, four years old. Um, subsequently then had a son here, wrote a book called Choosing Single Motherhood, which was my pathway to parenthood. And... Um, I um, and then I just retained being. I was living in New York, and I knew if I stayed in New York, working fifty, sixty hours a week at Time Inc. or I did projects with the New York Times, that I wouldn't have any time to be a mom. So, and then nine eleven happened, and it's like, okay, I'm done. I've been here eighteen years. So I relocated, remained freelance, spent more time than more flexible time with my kids as they were growing up. My daughter's now nineteen. My son is fourteen, and one of the places Places that I started writing for as soon as I got here. It was more than 15 years ago I started writing for Minnesota Women's Press on a periodic basis. And in the last few years, uh, Norma and Kathy, who were the owners for more than 20 years, uh, had me come in on a monthly basis doing work, um, just some of the other things that happen editorially, as well as writing. And then they announced that they were going to retire. And then it's like, well, this is not the time to let a feminist publication die. Mm -hmm. So even though I loved my flexible freelance (laughs) lifestyle, my daughter was going off to college at Chapman University in California. My son needs me increasingly less each day. Oh. (laughs) And I thought, all right, I'm going to step into this role. So I started cobbling together what I could um, and, yeah, purchased it December 2017 from Kathy and Norma and my first issue was January I brought in Shelley Dam for business development and Sarah Whiting who does a, a lot of things she juggles the design and the photography as well as structuring the office space that we have and connecting with things that the staff needs and they're two incredible women yeah yeah so it's and then we have existing people that had stayed on and we had people that returned to help us with ad sales and so it's a it's a lovely team um, that I basically inherited. So, so yes, we started with the January issue, which was actually about claiming power. And on that issue, we had uh, we featured Nashina Hossein of mm-hmm. Reviving Sisterhood, Jessica Wicks, who I've known for many years, who do, did this delightful story about wh- how she reclaimed her own self power after uh, transitioning um, to uh, being a woman, and uh, and then we had Ladano Redmond, uh, who is a very very powerful speaker, and uh, so it, that issue was about how women were stepping into positions. That this year, running for office in record numbers, we featured one of them that uh, was had just won in Duluth, first native in Duluth. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, now we're up to issue the August issue, my eighth. Uh, yes, about heating up uh, both environmentally and politically, and we talk. We went. We did a pretty deep dive into the mining conversation in oh, northern Minnesota. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you if you've been living under a rock um, in the Twin Cities, <laughs> where do you get the women's press, Mickey? Uh, there are. Uh, so we do have a website. We're in the process of redeveloping it for 2019. But we do have a website, womenspress.com, and there's a tool there called Get a Copy or Find a Copy. You can type in your zip code, find out if it's in your area. It's actually distributed to 500 locations in the metro area. A lot of libraries around the state have it. We tend to be at farmers markets, co-ops. I saw one at a liquor store, uh, <laughs> coffee shops. That's mm-hmm. my favorite place. The Y, uh, the YWCA, um, a lot of college campus and, areas. And what if you have an idea about where the women's press could be? Ah, well, we have a wonderful distribution coordinator, Carrie. She takes any and all suggestions. We are also making a concerted effort to be much more available in great 
greater Minnesota. We do have subscriptions also. Oh, okay. So you can subscribe. You can read it online. Again, it's not the easiest thing right now, but we're working on that. Um, but all of the articles are online. And you go to Women's Press. AllSquirrelTogether.com to, yep. to read online or find out any of this information. Um, your vision statement for the women's press, there is much to be done now more than ever. We believe it is the creative and collaborative energy of women that will bring measurable change for all lives. We turn the dial by bridging communities, by sharing the multiple perspectives of powerful, everyday women. And that's what this, you know, this rolling out these other things, these conversations, is. Mm-hmm. that's what this is all about, isn't it, Mickey? Mm-hmm. This is part of your vision of the sharing multiple perspectives of powerful everyday women and bridging communities mm-hmm. when um, we're going to go to break in just a little bit but when we come back we're going to talk about how the women, Minnesota women's press is poised on this precipice of moving and in enlarging this whole notion of being in conversation with powerful everyday women and and enlarging what it is that the women's press is talking about but guess what the conversation this conversation that's coming up in October is about mm. ah what's mm. it about you know what's the timing you know why would we be wanting to be in conversation with each other in October by the way this first event event this conversation in this series from the Minnesota Women's Press is October 16th you're going to want to save the date because it's going to be incredible and when we come back from break we'll talk about more about you know what this conversation is and who's going to be there like you, right? <laughs> this is Connections Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Have you ever wondered what it was like to be an artist in the Soviet Union? I'm Vladimir von Surikov, director of the Museum of Russian Art, and I invite you to explore our exhibition Art in Conflict, running through September 1st. It juxtaposes Soviet socialist realist against nonconformist artists from the latter decades of the Cold War. This is a rare chance to see connections and conflicts inside the Soviet art world. For more information, visit tmora.org. The State Fair has always been full of treats. From corn dogs to cheese curds to anything on a stick. Now you can add a new furnace and air conditioner to that list. Announcing standard heating and air conditioning State Fair sale. Get a new air conditioner for just $2,500 when you install a new high-efficiency furnace by September 3rd. Discover more about how you can take advantage of Standard State Fair Sale at StandardHeatingDeals.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, comfort you deserve. In honor of the great Minnesota get-together, where will you find unbeatable appliance savings? On a stick, of course, at all 10 Warner Stellion stores. Bosch and KitchenAid dishwashers at our guaranteed lowest price, plus free installation done right by our specialists. Laundry pairs for as little as $3.99 each. Big savings on French door refrigerators. And unbeatable savings on more kitchen packages than you can count. Appliance savings on a stick through September 4th, exclusively from Warner Stellion. Visit the wine bar at Cafe Latte and enjoy a unique handcrafted pizza and glass of wine. The perfect place for an intimate night or an evening with friends. Choices range from spicy Italian sausage and sweet roasted peppers to the one-of-a-kind nacho chicken pizza layered with blue corn tortilla chips. The approachable wine list offers over 30 by the glass with special emphasis on wines from Washington State. End your night with one of Cafe Latte's melt-in-your-mouth desserts, 850 Grand Avenue, St. Paul. Hi, this is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design, and I'd like you to tune in to a new program, Drink in the Style. Sundays at 5 p.m., Drink in the Style is going to be a one-hour conversation about interior design and aesthetics, all while enjoying a cocktail created by a local mixologist. Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m., brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. 
We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Good morning. I'm Karen Olson Johnson, your host today on Connections Radio, where we talk about ideas that matter, and particularly today about conversations that matter. I'm glad you joined the conversation. Our lead host, Lori Fitz, she's on the trail today with her horse, and we wish her well. when we went to break, we were talking our guest today with our guest today, Mickey Morissette, who is the owner of the Minnesota Women's Press, uh, about about this whole idea of what why conversations right now are so vital. And you have a quote, um, I do. really good one. Yeah, <laughs> I love Margaret Wheatley, and one of the things that she has said is, "There is no more powerful way to initiate significant social change." than to start a conversation. When a group of people discover that they share a a common concern, that's when the process of change begins. Okay, so coming together in conversation, and I'm going to dare say civil discourse, Mickey? Mm, Yeah, civil discourse, civil dialogue, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and so this notion of, of being together and coming together in conversation, powerful everyday women that are the the women of the women's press why powerful everyday women mm-hmm. uh, actually i love there's a story about the origin of the tagline i when i took over the magazine in january we adjusted the tagline and i was having a conversation about a year ago with a group of women about if i did take ownership the kinds of things we i might do differently with it and when we all broke and went into the parking lot dispersing uh, sarah super who a lot of women know a lot of people know um does a lot of amazing work around sexual assault conversations making it less taboo and she uh she she's she had a sentence she she gave us a sentence it's like that's a great tagline well then i had another listening session with another group of people a few weeks later and one of the women who heard that brought it home and mentioned it to her 13 year old daughter and her 13 year old daughter said it it shortened the sentence which had powerful everyday women in it and said it should just be powerful everyday women and that became our tagline. <laughs> Out of the mouth of a 13-year-old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're so smart. You are. Well, but, you know, to, to you know, seriously, you know, power, okay, every day. This is about us in our daily, day-to-day lives and women doing the work that we do. Right? Yeah. And I, I, the, the thing that was fascinating to me also was that powerful has different... Uh, meanings for different people and so mm-hmm. when we were testing it with a couple different generations some of the older generations think power is a dirty word they recognize it from the 60s and 70s as oh. the abuse of power oh, wow. and okay. they really didn't like the word powerful okay. but we're basically reclaiming it and mm-hmm. the younger women who have written about they they claim power that was in our first issue they claim power they mm-hmm. want power mm-hmm. um, and they feel powerful Mm-hmm. So we're going with it. <laughs> so you're going with it. You know, one of the things that, and I've known you now for a few months, but one of the things that I admire about you most is, and you just reflected this, is your ability to bring in other stakeholders mm-hmm. and listen to what's, you know, I mean, put your finger on the pulse of what's happening out there. It's not Mickey's telling the world about how it is that we should be as women, but it's like, you know, get out there and figure out what the stakeholders are saying about this. And the stakeholders are many, aren't they? Mm-hmm. You know, so wh- why is that a part of what you do yeah i would say well one other aspect of it is that everyday woman because we do tend to have a we we tend to think that there are other people who are leaders and experts and that we don't matter in the same way and that's one of the stories that we want to shift and one of the stories i want to shift is that there's multiple perspectives to every single story every single issue we've gotten very linear in thinking black and white in thinking we've gotten very um yeah 
discordant about the fact that there's one way or there's two ways and that's it and that's not at all true and Mm -hmm. so the idea is yeah there are multiple stakeholders there are multiple perspectives and that's why things are so complex that's why there are not easy answers and that's why you have to have a lot of different people at the table discussing things because it's very you need a lot of nuance Um, you need to talk to the people who are affected most by issues like housing and transportation and all the other disparities and inequities so many of people in our communities are facing you need a lot of different people and so that's what we aim to do minnesota women's press is really you know we're not there making news we're there letting people who are stakeholders and who are part of the solutions um be in those pages and explain what they're trying to do and that's part of the conversation is you know you're being you're in the page you know the black and white right you know and people are learning that way but that's part of that's part of what you started in april and dare i say january february march Mm -hmm. four months in right started in april of of this year the the notion that we could be in conversation with each other face to face you know yeah and have these multiple perspectives and out of that has grown this next event which is october 16th what's the title yeah uh, october 16th is using our voice and vote and it does like you said it branches off of what we did in april it was our first event we brought together six really amazing women very different perspectives each of them talked for five minutes to a room of over 100, I think it was 120 or so women, very many different generations in that room, interactive. So again, it's not putting people up on a platform and saying, these are the people that know everything, listen to them. We had interactive conversations, and that's what this October 16th event is about also. We will definitely have people that spark conversation who are there, in, uh, and then we will have breakout conversations so we can connect in meaningful, smaller ways uh, with each other. And then we will... um, also have humor humor uh, it's going to be it's a few weeks purposely it's a few weeks before the midterm elections mm-hmm. by then a lot i mean the women that read minnesota women's press are very engaged women they are very involved in the election process they're very involved in a lot of social justice issues they're going to be very exhausted uh and this is kind of a way to come together to celebrate what we're doing um and also to have yeah have a little humor about the things that we're very earnest about yeah that we're very earnest about and and dare i say because we've talked about it before that not divisive but diverse right Mm -hmm. come together in our diversity with those multiple perspectives and have a chance to be in conversation with somebody over dinner with a little humor and a and a whole lot of you know like a couple hundred people that you might know or might not know right Mm -hmm. so so what sits behind that i mean what why does why does mickey think that is so important (laughs) yeah (laughs) i you know i i was i had a I had a pivotal moment when I was a young kid that I'll just share. I've written about it a little bit, but not very much. But when I was young, um, I grew up in a relatively small town, Prior Lake. It was small at the time. It's bigger, much bigger now. And my... um, parents brought in, uh, there was a, a black gospel group that was coming through town, that was coming through the state, was looking for places that could where they could stay for a few days as they were touring. And we took a couple of those um, guys in. My neighbors across the street were livid. <gasps> now, now, we're going to go to break in just a minute, okay? And you're going to continue this on the other side of break. Prior Lake, what year was that? Mm, let's see. This I was about. Let's see. This was in the. This was about 1970. Okay, 1970, and you brought and there were a couple of these members of this gospel group staying with you, and the neighbors were. Oh wow. Okay. What a point for conversation, huh? Okay. We're talking with Mickey Morissette, um, the owner of the women's Minnesota Women's Press, and you're listening to Connections Radio on AM 950. Join us after break. When is the last time you had the outside of your windows clean? Cleaning your windows gives you brighter natural light in your home. Don't waste the summer sun and brighten your home's quality of light. Coming through those windows with Blue Sky Services. Get your windows washed before the fall rush. Blue Sky Services' final sale before fall is this month only, where you can get 25 window panes washed inside and out for only $129. Call 651-447-4484. That's Blue Sky Services at 651-447-4484. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Scott Shamblot from Shamblot Family Dentistry. We're the fear-free, get-you-out-of-pain-now dental office. And I'm Rachel Shamblot. Did you know a lot of people are afraid of the dentist? You don't need to be afraid of my dad. He makes going to the dentist comfortable and even fun. We don't care if you're a dental regular or haven't seen a dentist in years. We just want to make you comfortable and get you out of pain. If you don't see my dad, please see another dentist. Take care of your teeth because they're the only ones you get. Call 1-800-FIX-MY-TEETH or visit fixmyteeth.us. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Saturdays at 1 p.m., you have a chance at a fresh start, a new beginning. Hi, everybody. This is Freddie Bell, host of New Beginnings. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, spirituality, and even entertainment. Every day is a chance for a fresh start. Join us Saturdays at 1 p.m. for New Beginnings with Freddie Bell on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. In honor of the great Minnesota get-together, where will you find unbeatable appliance savings? On a stick, of course, at all 10 Warner Stallion stores. Bosch and KitchenAid dishwashers at our guaranteed lowest price, plus free installation done right by our specialists. Laundry pairs for as little as $3.99 each. Big savings on French door refrigerators. And unbeatable savings on more kitchen packages than you can count. Appliance savings on a stick through September 4th, exclusively from Warner Stallion. It's a good day to be indigenous. Native Earth Radio presents I'm Awake. Our weekly Native American talk radio show will discuss national and local Native American news and events. Local and national guests will help us keep current with Mother Earth, tribal, and Twin City issues. Native American issues are human issues. We invite all people to walk hand-in-hand with our struggles, victories, and achievements. Listen Saturdays at 2 p.m. I am awake. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Hunter Hawes. Saturday, partly sunny with a high near 84. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 86. And Monday, partly sunny with a high near 85. Snap Construction can do roofing, siding, windows, insulation, or deck projects. Snap Construction is A-rated. Angie's List Super Service Award-winning contractor. Locally owned and operated in Bloomington, Minnesota. Call 612-333-SNAP for a free no-obligations quote. Find out more at snapconstruction.com. Radio. I'm Karen Olson Johnson, your host today, and Lori Fitz is on the trail with one of her horses. Uh, she said she's going to listen to the podcast because this topic is near and dear to her heart. Well, in studios, Mickey Morissette, the owner of the Minnesota Women's Press, and we were just talking about growing up in Prior Lake. Yeah, I yeah. Had, I had this pivotal moment. It didn't. I didn't. It didn't even sink in with me until decades later when I was in a little workshop and we were talking about how we, our values were formed and this. This moment, this anecdote came to me when my neighbors were just livid across the street because my parents were taking a couple men from a black gospel group into our home for a few days. And I could not, I was about eight years old, I could not understand what the issue was. And of course I was young, I was intimidated. Um, uh, there was I don't quite remember the details of what happened or how I knew how angry yeah, they were. Yeah, that was my question is how did you sense that? Yeah, there was there was I think uh, there was they were just super angry. I don't remember if they were having an argument with my parents about it or if they were just voicing off when I was within earshot. But at any rate it it startled me. It it it, um, it frightened me and I just didn't understand it. So one of the core values that I know came out of that experience, because again, a lot of our values do come out of mm-hmm. very difficult situations. And oh, this, yeah. again, this was not nearly as difficult as uh, a lot of things, but it was pivotal because I couldn't understand why somebody thought the way they did. And now we have those kinds of things all the time mm-hmm. these days. And I have that same instinctive little girl reaction, which is to kind of go be shocked and then want to hide from it. But 
we have to lean into it mm-hmm. and and it's very very difficult to do and um and i know nobody finds it easy um but part of it is how do we how do we lean in to try to understand why somebody does think the way they are not ostracize them not just get into a big old argument but there's much more meaningful change i think even if you're not persuading the other person to change their mind which Mm -hmm. is not the goal of most of the things that we're even writing about in minnesota women's press it's about how do you open a conversation to try to understand what somebody else's thought process is why something matters to them because as you open it up you are respectfully i think moving toward a connection and moving more toward community and and building those pieces that that can knot us together i mean my my background's pure science and i and i fundamentally understand that everything is connected the air that i'm breathing is the air you're breathing right now i mean there's i mean we are connected and there's this electromagnetic i mean we're not going to go into it now another show okay we're, we're entangled we are entangled yes but we don't realize it. Mm-hmm. And we somehow live with this illusion mm-hmm. that there is this separateness. And so coming together in these conversations, these vital conversations, is part of this. I mean, you started in, in April, but you're beginning a four-part series now in October, October 16th. And it is the Minnesota Women's Press Conversation series brings women together to discuss how our mobilized community can use its power to affect meaningful change. And in this October 16th event, I'm quoting now, we engage with experts who offer concrete tools for storytelling and relationship building in the political process. We'll leave the event with new connections and resources leading up to the midterm elections as well as for post-election lobbying. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a it's not about coming together and saying you're right you're wrong it's about coming together well with what end yeah yeah it's you know we're all in the like you said we're all interconnected we're all in the same fight we're all we're all seeing the ecosystem some of us don't see it quite the same way some of us do see that there's a separation between uh, you and they, uh, but the idea is that we are all interconnected, and so those of us that are really trying to build um, community in different ways realize that to do that, we really need to have voices with each other, and so that's kind of what this is all about: is how do we use our voice? How do we also obviously use our vote? But it's it's about what happens even after the election, and that's the part where women, I think can often underestimate their strength because we're great at building relationships and connections and we don't realize that's what lobbying is yeah that's you know that's what politics actually is it's making connections it's it's about it's about the emotions of of helping somebody see something more so than even data and information. You mean I don't vote and I'm all done now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm done, Vic. I'm done, Vicky. I voted. <laughs> I don't want to work anymore. No. And that and and that changing that mentality to, to know that politics and being involved in community, maybe we ought to change it. I mean, politics has got this kind of like, whoa, people don't, I don't want to talk about politics. But we do want to talk about community. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And about how we are together in community. Yeah. Yeah. And- and, you know, and that really, I mean, our January event, uh, the next in the series of, of MWP conversations is about healing trauma, because that's an, that's another thing we do tend to distance ourselves from unless we're personally impacted from it. And, of course, increasingly more and more people are aware of the family and friends that are dealing with things. But we do have trauma. There's there's somebody in our current issue, August, Bobby, mm-hmm. Bobby Simpson Epps, who yeah. writes about we're all traumatized we're all histo- we're historically traumatized it's inter- we've had stories too from the native community that's oh. been fantastic about intergenerational yeah. trauma and how it's passed along and um, the epigenetics of, of trauma and it's just you know again we are learning more and more about how we are impacted and in this time in particular 
I think we're all facing much more trauma. So the January issue is about how we are all impacted by trauma, but there's going to be about four buckets we're going to focus on. So in October, October 16th, and the event is at Carondelet Center in St. Paul, runs from 4.30 to 8.30. Um, there'll be some humor, a keynote, some breakouts. There'll be a lot of tablers there with information, um, dinner and dessert. Um, are we going to do some sheet caking? <laughs> <laughs> Tina Fey. <laughs> we'll see. But it's the first in this four-part series, right? Mm-hmm. And if you'd like more information and register, get in soon because it's going to be packed. You go to MWP Conversation Voice and Vote. That's at Eventbrite, okay? MWP Conversation Voice and Vote. Or you can go to the Women's Press site, womenspress.com, and it's in the scroll bar. Just, you know, look for it, click on it, and then, and then register. There are a lot of different levels to register at. And if you are interested in being a supporter of this event, a sponsor of this event, or a tabler at this event, you can contact moi. Okay, because guess what? I'm working with the Minnesota Women's Press. You can go Karen at womenspress.com and you'll get me. Okay, because we need you not only, you know, to be there to be part of it and to be, you know, interactively part of it. But we also need those of you that are in our community to step forward sponsor because there are a lot of people that would like to be at this event and we need sponsors and philanthropic people who are willing to step up and say, yeah, I'll put some money for for this so that others can come to an event like this. Um, so then you were talking uh, healing trauma healing in January. Trauma. That's right. And then there's April and July, right? There's yeah. four in the series. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited about them all. Uh, the April event is basically about embracing the end of life. How often do we have meaningful conversations about the end of life. Elder care is huge also. The, the, the long-time readers of Minnesota Women's Press um, are very much involved, not only now in their own elder care choices, but you know certainly taking care of parents. So we're going to have an event about the end-of-life conversations, and then in July we're going to talk about restorative justice. Um. Boy, you don't shy away from the topics, do you, Mickey? (laughs) But see, here's what this is. This is about getting in the same room with somebody and having, as you said, meaningful conversation about these things that we tend to not want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and having them non-linear, that's a big thing for me. It's like there's not A, B, C, and voila, we have a solution. It's you have to just engage in conversations, figure out, sol- you know, I I do want a Minnesota Women's Press, press to be practicing a lot of solutions-based journalism. And so that means... Bringing multiple people to the table. Having we're also going to have smaller roundtable conversations on certain topics. Um, housing is a big issue that I wanted us to dive into more and more. Um, and then with digital enhancement, when we develop the website, we can go into things. I'm so excited. Yes, <laughs> and part of uh, you know part of the conversation series, part of bringing in additional sponsors, part of you know bringing in tablers. All of this is to help the Minnesota Women's Press rise to the next level. Right. What's your dream for the Minnesota Women's Press, Mickey? Yeah, well, we want just better and stronger and... we want we want our forums for storytellers to be as strong as they can be. This is a this is a big time. It's a big time for women. It's a big time for systemic change. We need deeper conversations to get there. And those deeper conversations can be had in multiple different venues. And the this you know this the brick and mortar piece of the Minnesota Women's Press has been excellent at this you know for years and years. I my. Issue, can I say this to you, Mickey? My issue that I have at home, that is the one that I read, that I pick up, mm-hmm. I do so much with it and have, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that I eat a lot of greasy food, but when I, you know, and then it's like it's all over here, you know. So, I, you know what? You should have, like, you know, what's the worst looking issue of the Minnesota Women's Press that's been read and read and read and read and read? Um, as you were referring to Bobby Simpson Epps' mm-hmm. article in this, in the August issue, mm-hmm. Our Shared Trauma of Race, mm-hmm. and she has, over here or 
or this recommended books. Did you do this or did she do this? Uh, we always have a bookshelf column in every single issue because we have very engaged readers as well yeah. as as well as radio listeners. We just finished our survey, um, and yeah, so we always have something where uh, there's recommended books by the person who wrote the article. This because this is, and I'm reading through it, reading through it, reading through it. Um, and again, Bobby Simpson Epps, our shared trauma of race. And she's just an incredible woman and a beautiful opportunity to talk with her. The set, third book in the series, quote, why are all the black kids sitting together in the cafeteria? Mm-hmm. And I went, because I've, I've mm-hmm. seen, it's like, oh, it's one of those, you know, sort of, you know, moments where you say, what? Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's why these conversations yeah. are so vital. Yeah. And we're, you know, it's it's about it's about breaking through some of the fear. It's certainly about breaking through myths. We really, I, I'll be having a conversation with somebody for our October event soon about reframing stories. You know, it, stories are just grooves in our brain that we choose oh, to believe. Grooves in our brain. <laughs> <laughs> and we can shift those. We have our own we little LP. Been. Our own little LP with the grooves in our brain. <laughs> you know what? That's a podcast title. Grooves in, Grooves our, in our brain. brain. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, we're talking with Mickey Morissette. We've got one segment left. This is Connections Radio. I'm Karen Olson Johnson. Lori Fitz is out there in the pastures riding the horses, okay? But she'll be back. No worries. Um, join us. We've got one segment left. We're talking all about the Minnesota Women's Press and conversations, the important parts of conversations and connecting to each other. This is AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Stages Theatre Company is dedicated to creating a space where diverse opinions, courageous dialogue, and community engagement is not only valued, but vital to our shared artistic and educational success. Stages Theatre Company creates a welcoming home for all. For over 30 years, Stages has supported quality theater programming for children. Stages gives opportunities for youth to be on stage, backstage, in the audience, and in the classroom. Whether you come to see a show, enroll a young person in a workshop, or benefit from their outreach programs in the community, Stages brings art to life. Learn about Stages Theater by going to stagestheater.org and become part of the magic of live theater by taking your family to an amazing show or enrolling someone you love in an education program. Stages Theater Company operates out of the Hopkins Center for the Arts, located in Main Street in the heart of downtown Hopkins. For more information on Stages Theater, go to stagestheater.org. That's stagestheater.org. Being a dog is awesome, except when you really got to go, but you're stuck inside. That's why I had my human called the Urban Dog. Daily walks, field trips, play groups, one-on-one time, safe off-leash play, and pet sitting. I love being an Urban Dog. The Urban Dog works with your schedule and can create a plan that fits your needs. The Urban Dog. Exercise, explore, socialize. Let the journey begin. Call 651-231-6333. That's 651-231-6333. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us. By opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests, we'll make 
the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Welcome back to Connections Radio. I'm Karen Olson-Johnson, your host today. Uh, We talk about ideas that matter here, and I'm glad you joined the conversation. Our lead host is out there with the horses. That's Lori Fitz. I am so happy that we have in studio with us Mickey Morissette, who's the owner of the Minnesota Women's Breast. I like how you kind of redid the, you know, I mean, it's got this sort of fresh vibe, too. I'm holding it up for our Facebook people so you can see. This is the August issue, heating up, okay, Minnesota heating up. And we've been talking this entire show about conversations and about the upcoming event, October 16th, which is happening from 4.30 to 8.30 at Carondelet Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. And that the title of that event is Minnesota Women's Press Conversations, Using Our Voice and Our Vote. And you can register for that at MWP Conversation Voice and Vote at Eventbrite.com. Or you can go to the Women's Press site, which is womenspress.com, and register and and get in as soon as you can. We're also looking for supporters for people who want a table and for people who want to sponsor the event um, because there's a lot of people that would like to be there, and we need to support them being there as well. You can contact um, Karen at womenspress.com or go to events at womenspress.com. Send an email, and we will respond because we want everybody there, don't we, Mickey? We do. We do. Um, so, you know, politics, it's the politics <laughs> issue. Mickey, how do we disagree? Yeah. Because, <laughs> boy, we're doing a lot of we it. We do it very, very well, <laughs> yes. Um, you mentioned earlier about respectful conversation. And um, one of the st- – I'm working on the stories for our October issue um, in bits and pieces right now. Um, and and so the idea is, you know, we've got one of the young women that's writing is about, you know, she's, she's worked on a particular issue that divides us. And so she's writing and she grew up in a small town and it's very, very difficult to have a line drawn in the sand. So sometimes people don't even attempt – to, to talk about politics, but that is politics is how we. I mm-hmm. mean, it's mm-hmm. it's about how we work together in community. So we can't keep either putting our head in the sand or just just fighting. So how do we disagree? Is part of what we're going to be talking about in October. The other the other thing I would say is it's about having also courage in darkness. Oh, there's is there because there's some yeah. there's some dark things happening right yeah. there. Yeah. You know, I wanted to show our Facebook. Uh, you got to pick this issue up, okay? This in this heating up section, the 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 political heat, Minnesota mining. Oh, dark courage in darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, as you, if you're somebody that you know opposes a mining, you know, and mm-hmm. opposes the. I'm going to call it the obliteration of the environment and water supplies and all of that. You know, this was this was a. Incredible. Okay, in the 2016 general election for the United States president, and those of you that you know really can't focus in, okay, look at where most of the state was. All right. Now, yes, that's yeah, that's obviously not where the population centers are. You know, so we have to. You know, the caveat is that. But if you're out in rural Minnesota, you know, or greater Minnesota, and you're talking to somebody about an issue that that could be divisive and for which you might have to have courage in a dark time. I mean, mm-hmm. boy. Yeah, and yeah. you know, one emblematic quote that's also in that issue that I loved, and I put it on our table of cont- contents, it came from one of our uh, people in Duluth. She actually wrote for us in April, and she had sent in this thing that she said, no viable alternative has been presented to address the financial impact of mining. It feels like we keep tarrying on the wrong half of the problem, the part where we ask if mining is bad for the environment. It is. So what do we do instead? Yeah. And that's what conversation is. Yeah, we disagree on things, so what is the actual solution? That's what we need to converse about. And that and so taking it from, you know, you're wrong, you're right, you're good, you're bad to this level and I'm, maybe I should go like this, to this level of how are we in this together and what can the potential solution be is the, you know, bringing diverse audiences together to not be divisive, right? Because Mm -hmm. 
Um, there's there's so many things that are divisive now. I mean, one of them uh, that we probably will talk about at this event is voter intimidation. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that we're going to discuss in, in October uh, is I, I had a lovely conversation with somebody from We Vote Minnesota recently. I also was part of a very interesting conversation held at uh, the Minneapolis Central Library about restorative justice and second chances. Jason Soule um, Emily Baxter has done this amazing book we'll be also writing about soon, um, about the fact that, again, everybody has the right to have their voice and their vote count. Because everybody faces issues in being part of the community, and people are shut out. And we want to make sure that the voter intimidation that can happen at polling places doesn't happen. And Mm -hmm. so for that, we again, we just need to be smarter about what is it that we what is it that we don't know? How can we help protect people's rights? And, you know, so there will be people who are discussing that as well. Yeah, and that's so at this October 16th event, there will be, you know, the main keynote, but then there will be all of these other breakout sessions that you can choose among to engage in, you know, whatever, it, you know, if it's voter intimidation, if it is, you know, how to disagree without being disagreeable, you know, um, how to lot, whatever it is, you know, that, that we offer. How to frame stories. How to frame stories, yeah, that that are offered. There will be different things to choose from. So it's, it's one of those, you know, come and be with everybody but then go into these different areas that you're interested in and then be invigorated about something that you know either you want to learn more about or you want to connect with people that also care about that you know because that's that's it it's about Mm -hmm. the connections Mm -hmm. right and and developing community and then you can be accountable not only for what you've managed to do in the weeks leading up to the election but then also after yeah Uh, you know it's about and then what what are politicians that we vote in how how do we hold them accountable well and it seems like that's what's uh, all over the airwaves right now is you know so and so did whatever and then so and so did whatever but then i you know i step back and i say well so and so did whatever but then where were we in all of that what was our part in you know because it you know it's easy to sort of just shove it over there and just lay the blame yeah but when you're in conversation and you continue in conversation with somebody that blame game is not as easy to mm-hmm. manifest because mm-hmm. you because you really have to be i think when you're in community you have to be invested in somebody else's mm-hmm rights and happiness and all of that mm-hmm. we yeah. have a the september issue that we're now closing uh, shannon gibney is uh is a local author and she has this great comment about how it's hard to other people when you understand the complexities of their life mm-hmm. there you go that, i mean and that's that's it in a nutshell and that's why you get in conversation and then remain in conversation with people over a period of time. While we've been talking with Mickey Morissette, the time has gone way too fast, Mickey, the owner of the Minnesota Women's Press, about everything associated with the Women's Press, but also about this series of four events coming up about conversation, Minnesota Women's Press conversation. The first one is October 16th at Coronelet Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. You can get more information at womenspress.com, but you can also register for it at Minnesota Women's Press Conversation Voice and vote.eventbrite.com and we hope to see you there because Mickey will be there I will be there and we want to be in conversation with you don't we Mickey? We do. We do, we do. (laughs) This has been Connections Radio on AM 950 the progressive voice of Minnesota. Thank you very much for making the connection and for listening in today. Have a great day.